Hi everyone, this is Joy, and today I want to give you information about hiring staff in China. Usually, it's not difficult to find suitable candidates in China, and I assume that you will do the necessary to check someone's background, documents, and references. If you enter into an employment relationship in China, you have to be aware that labor law is tricky. It has a lot of details, so even for us as professional advisors, it already feels like a minefield. Also, rules can be different from place to place. So what is the rule in Shanghai does not mean that that is the rule in Chongqing. If you found someone suitable, then the next step is to provide the new employee with an employment agreement. It is very important that you will do this within a month, because if you don't do it, then the consequence is that the employee is entitled to double salary for the period after that month that he or she was not provided with a written employment agreement. If by the end of the year the situation is still like this, the employer has not provided the employee with a written employment agreement, then the employment will be regarded as an open-end contract instead of a fixed term. As a foreign invested company, I would strongly advise to have a bilingual agreement with the employee. In the employment agreement, you will need to mention the parties. The employer should be a Chinese entity, as it is not allowed to employ people in China with an overseas company. If you do not have a Chinese entity, there are other options, but these are not straightforward, so it will be a bit more troublesome, expensive, or risky. If the employee is a foreigner, he or she will need a work and residence permit for working in China. If the employee is not already working in China, the application procedure takes several weeks to months. So take that into account. Then the employer has to decide on the term of the employment agreement. Choices are between a fixed term or open-end contract. It is custom to provide employee with a fixed term contract if it's the first one. The advantage of a fixed term contract is that the employment can end upon expiration only. Although the employer still needs to pay compensation if it decides to not renew, it is not needed to have a valid reason for termination. The valid reasons need to be the ones that are stated in the law, and usually additional evidence is required to prove this reason really exists, and that the employer followed the mandatory steps. However, for fixed-term contracts, you need to remember that at a certain number, it will be converted into an open-end one. Which number this is depends on the location of the employer. In Shanghai, it is the third employment agreement, while in Beijing, it is the second one. So it's a big difference. Besides the term of the agreement, the employment agreement has to state the start date, job requirements, and workplace, work hours with rest and leave, protection and working conditions, salary and social insurance, labor discipline, termination circumstances, and consequences of violations of the labor contract. Employees are entitled to have a minimum number of annual leave days which depends on the length of their own employment history, meaning that this includes previous employments. Overtime has to be compensated by the employer and can be up to 300% compensation, so it's best to not state that the employee is expected to work overtime, especially since it's required to obtain upfront approval for structural overtime or a flexible working hour system. Optional clauses in an employment agreement are probation. The length depends on the term of the employment agreement. Bonus and expenses arrangement. Arrangements concerning company car, accommodation, home travel costs, education of kids, study costs, etc. 
but also confidentiality clause, code of conduct, non-solicitation clause, intellectual property arrangement, handover procedure, including returning property to the employer. The non-competition clause is also a clause some employers will consider to insert in an employment agreement. This is only allowed for senior key staff, but an important circumstance in the consideration is that the employer needs to pay the employee compensation for the entire period that the employee has to respect the non-competition clause after termination. This needs to be a monthly payment and the amount is upon negotiation. If no amount is agreed and parties cannot agree on this, Local legislation will usually have a minimum mentioned, which is probably around 20 to 30%. Make sure that the agreement is signed and chopped in twofold and that this is in the employee's file. Changes or renewals should be confirmed in writing in clear understandings. In my experience, labor arbitration committees and courts take the text in the law and regulation and in the employment agreement very literally. So I advise employers to also use an employee handbook. This will contribute to clarity in a company and avoid misunderstanding and disputes. Yeah, so if you ever have a problem with your employment relationships, then you can always contact me for further help.